Welcome, everyone, to another edition of Suplex's Scores and Save Points. It is Monday, August 12th, or April 12th, 2021. I don't know why I said August. It is Monday, which means it is our weekend wrap-up show, recap show, and uh, we've got a big-ass weekend to discuss. Uh, of course, it was WrestleMania weekend, but before we get all to that, I am Ryan, and I am being joined by my co-host, Nathan. Night two was better than one. Oh, wait. No, that was the other way around. Night, night one was, was way say, better than You're fucking two. crazy if you thought night two was better than night one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we have a lot to get to. We'll try to condense this down. We don't want this to be an extremely long podcast, but uh, we'll, we'll get to everything we can. We might as well just start with wrestling because uh, it's the thing oh, yeah. on our minds. Uh, before we get to WrestleMania, we do have some results to get through from Friday. Uh, SmackDown was a very special WrestleMania SmackDown. Smackelmania, if you will. Made that up. Uh, we had Reigns Wrestle Edge. Smack. Oh. Wrestle Smack. Wrestle Down. <laughs> uh, Reigns Edge and Daniel Bryan all did their best. Did uh, promos on this show. Uh, yeah, they were fun. they were all pretty good. Um, the two mat we had three matches on the show. One was the SmackDown Tag Team Championship Fatal Four Way. The Dirty Dogs defended against Chad Gable and Otis, the Street Profits, and the Mysterios. Eh. <laughs> this this was this was I guess this was a match. I mean, it was it was okay. It was chaotic. Uh, the end of this match came. Uh, Montez Ford hit a frog splash onto Gable, um, but Rude tagged himself in. Ziggler hit him with the super kick, and Rude rolled pinned Gable to retain. The SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Yeah. Eh, I mean, it was fine. Wasn't going to be much, but um, Tamina defeated Nia Jax by disqualification. Uh, nothing to talk about there. So, I mean, that was that was just a nothing match. And then we had the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Uh, the final three were Uso, Jey Uso, King Corbin, and Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, Nakamura eliminated Varen Corbin, and then Jey Uso ended up eliminating Nakamura, and Jey Uso wins the 2021 Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. What a letdown. Yeah. Wasn't really, uh, wasn't really into that. I'm sorry. Okay. I get that he's an okay wrestler, but when man, he, he just he just doesn't stand out enough to be a top singles guy. He just doesn't. I know no. it's because probably because he was a twin, and I know it's probably because he was a tag team wrestler for so long and all that. But still, it's just I just don't see it. Yeah, I'm not really on board with this either. Uh, um, yeah, I wasn't really into this either. Jey Uso winning was not something that I cared about. I, I just, I like Jey Uso. Like, I think he's a decent wrestler, but this whole main event push he has is just, I don't, 
it came out of nowhere. Like, you mean to tell me this guy who was a primarily tag team guy who, you know, and now he's a main eventer out of nowhere? Yeah. He's beating Kevin Owens every week and he's beat, winning the Battle Royal and all this. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, no 205.5 this week. Uh, 205.5 was a recap or a best of show. So nothing to really talk about there. Because this was a this was a special uh, WrestleMania edition, best of basically pre-show matches. <laughs> yeah, uh, but we did have a New Japan Strong, uh, which I'm trying to uh, get to here. Uh, this was the B opening round, uh, the start of the New Japan Cup USA. We this was the the very first show or the very first opening round matches, and the first match we had We O Rush versus Clark Connors. Uh, this match went about yeah, with almost ten minutes. Um, this was really this was a pretty good match. Depending, I mean, I didn't know what to expect with Clark Connors, but uh, Leo Rush used his speed, and in the end, Leo Rush uh, ends up getting the win. Uh, Wheel Rush is looking really good now. Yeah. Go get him. What? Go get him. Yeah, Wheel <laughs> Rush, ever since he left WWE, has been on a tear, and he looks amazing. So, Leo Rush moves on to the second round of the USA Cup. Uh, also, on round one, we had Filthy Tom Waller versus Rin Narita. Um, this, was, uh, this was a fight. This was not a match. Uh, this was yeah this yeah, was got, yeah this, this was a brawl yeah yeah this was uh this was just just like an MMA fight honestly and uh filthy Tom and speaking of MMA it was uh yeah it was a uh, like a TKO <laughs> so yeah <laughs> a referee stoppage which I didn't think was the thing but I guess it is now in wrestling so. So Filthy Tom Waller moves on, and then in the other match, another match on the show, we had Hiku Leo versus Fred Rozier, and this did not go the way I thought it was going to go uh, because uh, Fred Rozier ends up losing this match. He's been yeah. pushing him a little bit lately, um, but he loses to Hiku Leo. So Hiku Leo moves on to the second round. This match was pretty good, but yeah, I didn't expect I thought Rozier was going to go in here. Uh, maybe he should uh, stay in NWA. Maybe he should go sign with NWA. Yeah, maybe. Um, and then in your main event, it was Brody King and Chris Dickinson in a round one matchup. Uh, this was uh, Brody King. I tell you what, man, he is a big, big dude. Aren't they a team in a in in, in ROH? I think so. Yeah, weren't they that new group that showed up at the end of the pay-per-view? Yeah, I think now that you mentioned that, yeah, I think so. <laughs> uh, uh, but Brody King ends up winning this matchup. Um, he hit him with a with a lariat that completely just destroyed Dickinson. Uh, yeah, they yeah yeah they are they are in a they are a team in the ROH. So you know what? Cool. 
Uh, next week will be the semifinals as Hikuleo will battle Filthy Tom Waller and Brody King challenges Leo Rush. What a matchup. Finals. Yeah, really. Those two. Brody King versus Leo Rush. My God. Uh, <laughs> that's, you couldn't have two completely different wrestlers. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> All right. You ready to get to Mania? Let's do it. WrestleMania night one. We will start off with uh, no pre-show matches because you know they did it on SmackDown. So uh, we start off the show with the WWE Championship match between Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre. Uh, this was first. Really- you got to talk about how it, it got delayed for a little bit. Well, okay, that's true. So this show came on. And, uh, yeah, as soon as it came on the air, we were under a rain delay. Everyone had to leave. Michael Cole and Samoa Joe were out there in ponchos. Um, it was delayed by, what, 30 minutes or so? Yeah. Uh, it, it was it was a pretty pretty significant delay. Um, and so they – the best part about the delay was they had to keep cutting to just random people in the back cutting promos. And these promos were the prob- – other than Braun Strowman's, um, the promos were the best – promos that they've had in WWE television in a long time uh, you had the new day you had aj styles you had kevin owens you had these guys who are known to just go cutting fantastic promos off the top of their head uh and that was one of the best things that come from this was that they just had to make shit up and it worked um and then the show started off with vince mcmahon uh, welcoming everybody welcoming the fans and then did his classic wrestlemania which probably almost killed him. Yeah. Um, and then we cut to the uh, hosts, uh, Titus O'Neil and Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan got booed. Which was appropriate. <laughs> yeah. And then we had our first matchup, Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre uh, wrestling in a ring that was probably kind of wet. The entranceway was pretty wet, as we saw in the Tag Team Turmoil match. Um, yeah, I, I loved <laughs> The, 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 I love the reaction from it, like almost all the wrestlers, though, because genuinely seeing fans again was like pretty cool. Um, yeah, this match was fun, kind of what I expected between these two. I did not expect Bobby Lashley to win, though. No, that didn't even me off. That caught me off guard. Uh, I mean, I didn't want Lashley to lose because he just won the title, but I was like, oh, they're gonna just give Drew because he didn't get to celebrate with fans last year. So they're going to give him his moment, and then he loses. And I was like, oh, never mind. <laughs> so now I don't know where they go. I don't know where they go. I don't know. I don't know if they're just going to continue this until SummerSlam or what. Yeah, I don't know. Because uh, there's not really very many faces on the Raw roster right now. So Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that was your first match. It went over 18 minutes, longest match of the night. Uh, no match on this card other than the main event of night two went more than 20 minutes. That's WWE for you. Yes. Uh, the second match was, which this match was a turmoil match, and it was one of the shortest matches on the night. Uh, tag team turmoil. The first team out was Lana and Naomi and uh, Billy Kay and Carmella, uh, which was a late addition to this match. Uh, Kay and Carmella eliminate Lana and Naomi, which was like, okay, well, they're the ones I thought were going to win this thing. So, 
Um, the next team out was the Riot Squad, and they beat Billy Kay and Carmella. And then Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose came out wearing the exact same attire, and I could not tell who was who the entire damn time they were in the ring. <laughs> I had no idea which one was Dana. I just know Mandy Rose fell on the entrance way. The only thing I know, but I had no idea who was who. Michael Cole didn't know who was who. He kept calling them by different names. Um, but the Riot Squad eliminated them, which led it to the Riot Squad versus Natalia and Tamina. And in a move that I did not understand at all, Natalia and Tamina win this thing. Yeah. Which you're going to put two heels against each other on night two. That's really going to get the audience into it. Uh, the Riot Squad should have been the win here, in my opinion, but that's just me. Either them or Juana and Naomi should have won this match, but they went with the veterans, Natalia and Tamina. Yeah, yeah. neither one of them were on TV like two months ago, and yeah. now they're getting a title shot. Yep, now they get to wrestle twice on Mania. Makes no uh, sense. The next match was the one I was looking forward to the most, uh, Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. <sighs> this was good, but it could have been way better. Yeah. Uh, it was no, It was a f- great match, but given more time, it could have been better. It only went like a little over 11 minutes, which they could have went 15, 20 for this one. Uh, but Cesaro wins, which again, I did not expect. I wanted to happen, but I did not expect it. All right. Well, maybe Cesaro will be moving up and getting a title shot at some point. Uh, because yeah, I would think that, but also he did win the Andre the Giant Battle Roll not that long ago, you know, and he didn't get none from that. Yeah. I like how, like, they act like Cesaro hadn't done anything as a singles wrestler. Yeah, he's like, I know, he's been he's U.S. champion. He won the title. That- he won the that Battle of the Giant more about a Royal. Like, I don't know. The, the 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 booking is weird. Like what they try to like, they're just trying to like rewrite their own history. I just don't like that when they do that. Um, but that match was fun. Cesaro beats Seth Rollins. They say he spun him twenty three times, but the crowd can't fucking count, and it was like more like fifteen, I think. I don't get it. Why do they not count every rotation as a rotation? They like he gets halfway, and they're already counting to two. I just I don't understand how crowds can't count a freaking spin. Makes no sense to me. He was spinning him and he got like halfway through the spin and then it was like three. And I'm like, how the hell is he at three already? Um, but yeah, I am very thoroughly impressed with Cesaro getting this win. Uh, this was a big moment. Hopefully they capitalize on it, but it is WWE and we'll never know. We never know what uh, WWE's going to do with their uh, post-WrestleMania shit. So, All right. So after Cesaro and Rollins, we had AJ Styles and Omos versus The New Day for the Raw Tag Team Championship. This was had good storytelling in this match. Uh, Xavier knew, Kofi knew that they couldn't match Omos, so they tried to keep AJ in. Um, they isolated him until almost got the tag and completely destroyed the new day and beat him by himself. Yeah. So AJ Styles and almost are the new 
Raw Tag Team Champions, and AJ Styles is now a Grand Slam champion in both. The only thing I did, the only thing I didn't like about this match was almost never tried to break up any pinfalls. Like even after yeah. the New Day, like hit him with a bunch of bunch of bunch of shit. Yeah, and I was like, that's kind of. It was kind of like making it to where, well, you know, he's kind of kick out of all this shit. And yeah, yeah. he should have got it. You know, I know he's slow, but goddamn, he should have got in there and tried. Yeah. It, 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 just yeah. yeah. Um, but Adrian Styles is now a Grand Slam champion in both TNA and WWE. The only person to do that, by the way, because Kurt Angle never won the Legends title or whatever the fuck that damn title was. So. Um, the next match was the steel cage, Braun Strowman and Shane McMahon. Uh, this had a cool spot. Uh, Shane got dumped off the top of the cell, but this, this was not, this was the one match on this. Well, other than the tag team turmoil, cause that match was garbage. Yeah. Sorry to the, all the women, but it was, uh, this, uh, this and the tag team turmoil match were the two matches I really had no interest in. Oh, that one. Uh, I agree. Yeah. Uh, Braun ended up throwing Shane off the top of the cage. He ripped the cage like Shane was climbing out, and Braun climbed and like ripped the cage apart. Pulled Shane McMahon back in, threw him off the top, and gets the win. That Typical. bump was fucking insane, though. I tell you what, Shane, man, for being what 50, 55, 51, something like that. Yeah, but nobody takes that bump. Like, I know. Nobody, like, I don't think anybody's ever taken that bump like that. That was, he almost landed on his head. That was crazy. He did a front flip off the cage, but like when other people did it, but he didn't flip. He didn't flip until he almost got halfway down. He was like almost on the floor on the ring and then started flipping. It was nuts. Uh, One of the coolest. I mean, that was really cool. Uh, And then we had probably the most, I would say surprising match on this card. Uh, Bad Bunny and Damian Priest versus the Miz and Morrison. Uh, Bad Bunny looked amazing. <laughs> yeah, he did pretty good. Uh, for a non-athlete, like Pat McAfee w- is probably still one of the best celebrity matches ever, but he was an athlete, so we kind of thought he could do it. But Bad Bunny's a musician. No one thought he was going to throw out a Canadian destroyer and do top rope cross bodies and actually... Well, the, the Canadian destroyer, it is, you know, it, it, it was all John But some of the other stuff he did, though, was pretty cool. I mean, he he was the one that got worked on the whole match. Yeah. Like, that was what got me. I was like, man, this dude's selling. Like, he's actually working. Like, this is crazy. <laughs> uh, Bad Bunny and Damien. He did a freaking Falcon Arrow, which was nuts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was probably the most impressive thing he did was the Falcon Arrow because he picked well, John Morrison up. Picked him up. He doesn't even look like he has any muscles. Crazy. Um, but yeah, so Bad Bunny and Damian Priest end up getting the win here. Very, very fun showing there. And then the main event of night one, Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Uh, both women were essentially crying before this match ever started. Well, um, more, more Bianca, but yeah. Uh, yeah. She couldn't get her emotions in check. Yeah, she. I was like, dude, you you, you got to wrestle the match now. <laughs> I mean, no, it's emotional, but come on. Which basically told me she was probably winning just based on her reaction. Yeah, uh, Vince is probably not happy about that. 
Uh, but this was a very, very, very good match. Uh, the hair whip, and I, I don't know, like, my God. She whipped her with her hair in this, and it sounded like a damn gunshot went off. Yeah, that's this is the loudest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, she puts those beads in her hair. And fucking, yeah. yeah. Uh, Bianca showed some very, very good, powerful moves here. Uh, and, uh, yeah, Bianca gets the win over Sasha Banks to become SmackDown Women's Champion. I think, I mean, I think it's the right call. I mean, I do too. Youth movement. We're in the youth movement here, it looks like, with, at least with the women. So, yeah. So that was night one. Uh, overall, my favorite match, just based on it, was Bad Bunny and Damian Priest. That match was fun, but the best match was probably Cesaro and Rollins. Mm, I, don't know. I, th- I think Bianca and. Yeah. Yeah, that match is pretty good, too. So, night two started off with Randy Orton versus The Fiend. Oh, my God. Ah, this went, like, six minutes. You know, I'm kind of over. Like, I was into The Fiend for a while, but the all he's doing is entrances. Like, and and his inter- some of his entrances were cool and all, but there's no substance after the entrance. Yeah, like that's yep. all it is, and there's yep. no explanation to half of what happens in an inter- in his entrances. It's just we got to kind of make it up in our heads. Yeah, and so I, I'm just kind of over all that. The entrance was uh, he he came out of a giant Jack in the Box. Yeah, which is really but, cool. Yeah, yes, it, I mean his entrances look cool, but what what do they mean? And then then they don't translate into the ring because his matches they just. Lately, have just not been good. Yeah, uh, he had the old. He transformed to the old fiend. Um, they kept the red lights again, which I don't know why, because they hadn't done that in forever. And they had the the red lighting, and it was hard to tell what was going on. Um, and in the end, the fiend was going to win. Alexa Bliss showed up with like an octopus on her head. I don't know what was going on here. It was like <laughs> it looked like a goddamn. It was like some kind of fucking tiara or crown well, or something. It was it was it was like Papa Shango got her and uh made her weak liquid out of her head. Yeah, and it distracted weird. the fiend. Orton hit him with an RKO and one. That was that. And then yeah. the fiend disappeared. Um, and that was well, that was it. It in in like I said, all it, it, it they probably aren't gonna explain it because Mr. Man's probably gonna get tired of it and they're not gonna explain it. So that's going to leave us to ex- try to explain it in our heads like we do his interests and some of the things that he says. And yeah, I'm just yeah. over it. Yeah, the fiend was great when it first showed up and, and now it's I'm guessing now. I'm guessing that maybe she's like like turned into kind of like Sister Abigail and and maybe. she's like turned on him or some shit or maybe Alexa is like gained his powers and and she's tired of being his I fucking maybe we'll maybe they'll uh I highly doubt it but yeah maybe they'll explain it uh so we had that cluster hell of a match which really put the mood into a very very dark place and then we followed that up with the women's tag team championship match which completely killed the crowd yeah it was too long uh Tamina, it was our uh, yeah, it was either Tamina or Natalia was trying to get the crowd in into it, and it was they wasn't working. Well, uh, the, Natalia, because the crowd was actually behind Tamina for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah. Uh, 
yeah, this match went 14 minutes. This was the second longest match on this show on the second night. Yeah, and the only crazy thing was uh, Shayna Baszler hit Natalia with a running knee and popped her in the mouth like hard. Yeah, and pretty sure she's probably gonna have some teeth loose uh, yeah. after that. Um, but like, this match was, was not. Bleeding. This was not good. I th- this was just it was slow. Yeah, and it was two heel teams, but Natalia and Tamina were like kind of working face, but they're not. Fa- I don't think they're faces, so I don't know what was going on. Crowd did not like anybody but Tamina in this match for some. Yeah, Nia, Nia Jax was fucking was fucking saying all kinds of cuss words for some reason. As you said, you ain't shit. Uh, yeah, and it didn't bleep it out in time, which is great because Peacock probably yeah. lost mine. <laughs> yeah, Peacock was probably not happy about that. Uh, but in the end, Nia Jax and Shayna win, so they're still tag team champions. Which whatever. <laughs> I think the only reason the crowd was into Tamina was just because she's never had anything. Yeah, and this was like her moment. They were like, "Hey, uh, she went for a splash and missed it." That uh, this match was just, yeah, it went on way too long. And then yeah. we go to Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, which didn't go long enough. Uh, this match could have had the potential to be one of the best WrestleMania matches ever. They went nine minutes, and it was very underwhelming. Yeah, and the mat, the ending was very anticlimactic. Yeah, he just hit him with a stunner, and it was over. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was like, okay. I don't see. I don't understand in WWE how you can have matches like that where the finisher ends it so easily, but then you have other matches where they kick out the finisher three or four fucking times. You can't have it both ways. You got it. You can't. You can't do that. The only highlight to this was Kevin Owens stunned Logan Paul, and Logan Paul actually sold it pretty well. <laughs> he did like a front flip and shit. Yeah, I don't. It, uh, those Paul guys, I hate. I don't. I'm, I'm really hoping Ben Askren knocks the other one out later. The first three uh, matches of night two really just downed me completely. Yeah. Uh, then it picked up. Sheamus and Riddle had a very good match. Very, very hard hitting. Very fun match for the night. And then we also had another bloody mouth in this match. Yeah. Uh, the greatest bro kick that has ever been hit. <laughs> Sheamus. In the shades of Adam Cole and Ricochet, uh, Sheamus hit a bro kick as Riddle was in midair doing a moonsault and legitimately kicked him in the face and busted him open. Uh, yeah. And that was awesome. And Sheamus and wins, which I, again, did not see coming. Yeah, yeah, I would have sucked at predictions on this. Yeah, so um, wins the United States title, but so, this match was good. Yeah, and the visual afterwards of Matt Riddle just sitting there like spitting blood out of his mouth while he was, Yeah, I was like, I liked it, but I, once again, Peacock probably didn't like that too well. Uh, this match was great, uh, but then the next match, again, a downer. We had the Nigerian drum fight, which everyone was like, oh, what is it? It's a fucking street fight. That's all it was. It was just like a fucking one of the Christmas or Halloween street fights. That's all it was. Here's the thing. It's a Nigerian drum fight. They have drums set up. They didn't use a single drum. No. They used kendo sticks and a table and the stairs. And then this match went seven minutes and it was very one-sided until Baba Tunde or Dabo Kato comes out, which everyone's acting but, like they don't know who he is. Yeah. Yeah. Which means he's probably getting a different name because oh, they didn't is. act. Yeah. He's going to get a different name. Fucking goddamn. Yeah, he's I'm so over. This, this is the stuff I just can't stand in WWE. It's like. God, it just pissed me we're off We're just so going to pretend that he's this new dude. Yeah. 
But apparently we learned one thing, Nathan, from WrestleMania, and that is seven footers do not like the New Day, apparently. Yeah, apparently not. God. Uh, so, yeah. So, Big E loses the Intercontinental Championship at WrestleMania due to interference. Not what Why I would Why does Apollo Crews need a, need a heavy? He He's a heavyweight. Why does he need a guy to back him up? I don't know. I mean, this dude, I looked it up, and Dabo Kato has legitimate Nigerian roots, which makes sense, but still, I, I... Yeah, I didn't agree with this at all, but that's what no. happened. Uh, then we had Rhea Ripley versus Asuka for the Raw Women's Championship. This picked up. This was pretty good. This was what I thought it was going to be. Very good match. Little, little clunky at times. Yeah. Um, especially the ending. Felt like the ending was not what they like. It was a little weird. It wasn't as crisp as it could yeah. have been at the end. Uh, it was not as crisp. But Rhea Ripley wins, uh, winning the Raw Women's Championship, which, let's be honest, Oscar's reign as champion was terrible. She hadn't, def- like, she barely defended it. And when she did defend it, it was always, like, freaking countouts or disqualifications or interference in every single match. Yeah, and, and then she was the women's tag team champion yeah. while she was holding that championship. Yeah, she was focused on the women's tag team titles for half her reign. I am was 100% okay with this. So now we got Bianca and Rhea running the shows as champions. I'm perfectly fine with that. Um, then you had your main event. Roman Reigns defends the Universal title against Edge and Daniel Bryan. Longest match of either night. Uh, this, ah. this was good, but it was like, Fucking too much Jey Uso, dude. Like always, yeah. The beginning of this match, Jey Uso just jumps in and super kicks everybody. I'm like, really? And then Edge did a fucking impaler on the stairs. Which yeah. was the nastiest thing I've ever seen. Um, but then Jey Uso comes out, and in the match, like nothing happened. Yeah. What the fuck? I know you have the most dom- you have Roman Reigns who should be the most dominant champion ever and he can't win clean. Why do they make heels never can be a dominant heel? If you're a heel, you have to win by cheating or, or underhanded tactics every time. Yeah. It's you don't need that. Roman Reigns could be a dominant heel on his own. He's Roman fucking Reigns. He doesn't need help. Yeah. And they had Bobby Lashley do it the night before so it's like yeah. You don't need anybody to have Roman Reigns do that. You, they proved it with Bobby Lashley. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can I say hi? Real quick, say hi. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe that's why, because they have one dominant heel. They don't want two. I don't know. But uh, Roman Reigns wins after calamity happens at the end of the match. Uso gets involved. There was a concerto to Daniel Bryan, which I, I cringed at. Yeah. And then Uso su- – but the thing was, so Roman Reigns put Edge on top of Daniel Bryan and then pinned them both. But didn't that technically mean Edge should have won? Nah, you would think. So maybe they're going to – I don't know. This – then that's how the show went off the air, which I was okay with. I wanted – Thought Roman Reigns should have won. I love Daniel Bryan and Edge, but neither one of them needs to be a champion in 2021. So, um, yeah, there was a cool spot where they both had submissions on Daniel Bryan at the same time or on Roman Reigns at the same time. That was cool. Uh, but yeah, this show was weird. 
WrestleMania was a weird show, dude. The booking was very strange. Not only was the booking strange, the the build up to WrestleMania was strange. The show itself, after all the rain delay, was strange. I I tell you what, they, they've done this for about three or four years now, and I'm kind of done with it. They need to next WrestleMania. They need to have legitimate booking for at least three months leading up to WrestleMania. Well, that's how so it used actually, to be, and now it's like they don't start booking Mania till freaking March. I know. Um, but yeah. I guess we could talk about. I guess we forgot about Hardcore Justice, but I don't even know if it's worth. I don't. Well, neither I one of us get, watched it. Yeah. So. Yeah. I didn't get, yeah. So let's go through the results, and we'll all learn about this show together. Yeah, because I didn't get to watch it either. So there was there was too much wrestling and other things on. Uh, this show started off with a tag team. What is this match? Oh, a six man tag as Ace Austin, Madman Fulton, and TJ. No. Oh, it's a sit. Okay, Jesus Christ. Ace Austin and Madman Fulton versus TJP and Follow Ball versus Josh Alexander and Petey Williams. Oh, what the fuck? I don't know where Petey Williams showed up at. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Josh Alexander and Petey Williams gets the win. So, uh, by Alexander making Follow Ball tap out to an ankle lock. I don't know where that match came from, but okay. Uh, the next match was Shara versus Chairs. This was originally called a Chairly Legal match. My God. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Uh, I hate Chairs matches. They're dumb. Um, Rohit Raju got involved in this match, and Shara gets the win. All right. So, yeah. That's cool. I'm actually okay with that. Then we had Doc Gallows versus Black Taurus in just a match. You know, I figured this was going to be hardcore. Just oh, every match is going to be hardcore, but we've had one, and that's it. So (laughs) I guess I guess that's not a thing. Uh, Doc Gallows beats Taurus. I bet that match sucked. I guarantee it. Uh, Johnny Swinger took on Matt Cardona in a mystery crate match. What the fuck? (laughs) You remember the old WCW match with? Booker T and Jeff Jarrett? No. You don't remember that match? No. So it was – I don't remember what they called it, but it was a match where they – the championship belt was in one of the crates, and the other crates had different random stuff. This was that match. They, they Oh, had, my God. Uh, there was a picture of Scott Hall, which was a shot at that match, which is what was in it. Uh, the, yeah, there was a crate in each corner. There was a mouse trap apparently in Who one. Who the fuck would remember that? Uh, who the fuck's gonna remember the scott hall thing yeah um there was a mouse trap in one there uh this looks like a shitty match i guarantee it uh matt cardona won thank god cardona grabbed a crate and then looked at it and grabbed it and took it with him so i don't know what that means but oh boy uh, then we had Sammy Callahan versus Sam Beal, which the fuck is, a, is that? A squash match on a pay per view. That's what you want to do. What the? Uh, Sammy Callahan won in four minutes. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, then you had a blindfold match between Brian Myers and Jake something. Because again, why? <laughs> oh my god! He's already got a blindfold over one eye. And then uh, this match came back. Cardona showed back up with the crate. 
threw it at Jake something who hit Myers with it. And in the crate were a bunch of action figures. Oh, my God. And Jake something gets the win. What a shit show this pay-per-view. I'm so glad I didn't fucking watch this thing. Holy crap. Uh, okay. Then we had our six-woman weapons match, which I don't know why they didn't call it a hardcore match. You called the damn show Hardcore Justice. Yeah, uh, but it's a weapons match. It's a weapons match where weapons are legal. Well, no shit. Uh, there was a staple gun. Alicia stapled Tennille's butt. What the uh, I'm just reading like the highlights here. Uh, yeah. Uh, Tennille wins this match though. So Tennille was the number one contender for the knockout title. That's cool. Oh my God. Uh, there was apparently tax, um, all sorts of shit. Uh, it was Tennille, Rosemary, Jordan, Grace, Alicia, and Havoc and Sue Young for those of you interested. And then your main event. Oh, that's not the main event. You add the, then you add the, the knockouts title match, Jazz versus Diano Perazzo, where if Jazz loses, she has to retire. Um, and luckily, Diano Perazzo gets the win. Oh, thank God. Yeah, that's uh, – so Jazz is gone, hopefully. Uh, and then you add your actual main event, Rich Swan, Willie Mack, and Eddie Edwards, and Trey Miguel versus Eric Young, Joe Doring, Diener, and Rhino in an eight-man tag. But not, but not an eight-man hardcore match, just a normal eight-man tag because, you know, why not? This is a blood feud, but we're only going to give them, you know, just you got to stay within the rules of the match. Uh, What the hell kind of show was this? Maybe it wasn't because apparently there was a toaster used in this match. What the fuck? (laughs) What is this match? Okay, two – okay, wait a minute. This was not a normal match. Wait a minute. Two men would start the match, and the new wrestler would come out every few minutes. The match can't end. So it's basically – War games, but without the cage. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then, yeah, they used a toaster. Um, Trey Miguel was the... Uh, it was supposed to be Tommy Dreamer, but he is injured, so Trey Miguel was the surprise opponent. Oh! Um, and Eric Young gets the win for his team. Isn't he injured? Like, I heard Eric Young has, like, a quad injury or something, but apparently he's still wrestling through it, so... Um, so young Joe and Redeem and Rhino win. That match went 20 minutes. Holy shit. Okay, you know what? I'm so glad I didn't watch this show. My god, that sounded terrible. Wow. What a shit show that sounded like. Um, what a show. Um, real quick, we got some news. The WWE announced teams are being uh changed up. Um, Raw will now be headlined by Adnan Verk, the former ESPN and TSN sportscaster. He also does stuff for MLB. Joining him will be Corey Graves and Byron Saxton, which I don't know if that means Samoa Joe is going to be wrestling again or what. And I don't know what that means for SmackDown if Corey Graves is going to do both. But that starts tonight. So, yeah, that is a thing that's happening. Uh, I don't know much about Adnan Verk. I remember him on Sports Center back in the day, so cool. Um, but that's we're gonna have a new announcer for Monday Night Raw. So Tom Phillips has been reassigned to 205 Live and will be he's got some sort of backstage role that he's gonna continue to do. So uh yeah, yeah. So that show sucked, but I was also mentioning 
Um, then they denounced teams for WWE have switched. Um, I don't know if you caught this, so, but uh, Adnan Verk is the new lead announcer for Monday Night Raw. What the hell? Um, the new Raw team will be Adnan Verk, Corey Graves, and Byron Saxton. So Samoa Joe will not be on commentary anymore, and Tom Phillips will not be on commentary either. Well, where is he going? Uh, 205 Live. And he's going to continue to do stuff. They said he's going to do 205 Live. Also, he's going to do stuff for Peacock, like special stuff. But he also, he's like the backstage. He's got some sort of backstage role. So, so yeah, Adnan Verk. What happened ESP. to Samoa Joe then? Uh, maybe Samoa Joe's going to wrestle. Maybe he got cleared to wrestle. I don't know. And I don't know what that means for SmackDown. Because I don't know if Corey Graves is going to do both. If they're going to have a new announcer for SmackDown now. I don't know. They didn't oh, announce God, that. I don't know how Corey do both again. Fuck. They just announced that. The raw team switching, so then that starts tonight. So fuck me. So that's um, that's yeah. All right. Well, let's try to get through sports here. There was uh by the way, there wasn't much in the way of video game news. Um yeah, we're gonna kind of yeah, there's not really much happened. Uh so let's uh let's get to this. Uh we'll start with the biggest story of the weekend, and that was the masters. Yeah, uh for the first let's time ever. Let's see you pronounce this name. Uh, a Japanese-born uh, golfer, I guess, won the national or the uh, Masters. Hideki Matsuyama. Yeah. Uh, came from behind, really. I mean, he was up there the whole time, but he kind of synced it in the eight in the in the final round. So, yeah, crazy. So, first-time winner. Hey, I'm into it. That is awesome. Oh uh, uh, yeah, man. Makes history. Uh, so really cool. Hideki Matsuyama. Never heard of the guy before this Masters win, and now he's probably going to be the next big thing everywhere. So yeah. <laughs> that's what happens. You uh, win the Masters. Nah. And... He'll probably be one of those one and duns. That's how a lot of these tournaments go. You yeah. think they've got the new guy, and then it turns out no. Um, uh, NASCAR, uh, after having a week off, came back. and uh, Martinsville. Martinsville, a little, little paperclip track. It's a little bitty track. And Martin Truex Jr. won at Martinsville. So Martin won at Martin. And that's and, the first uh, first time we had another guy, a guy win twice because he also won at Bristol. So we finally had a double winner this year. Yeah, yeah. Um, this 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 race had a lot of big wrecks, which usually happens at these small well, tracks. The thing is, winning. though, they had a lot of big wrecks, but every wreck was in slow motion because this track's so short, they can't gain any speed. And it was so funny to see. I love yeah. it. Uh, but yeah, it took out like half the field, like yeah. half the field lapped down. So yeah, it was crazy. It's always crazy. It's always crazy at these short tracks. Uh, the top ten was Truex one, followed by Chase Elliott, Denny Hamlin, William Byron, Kyle Larson, Joey Logano, Christopher Bell, Tyler Reddick, Kevin Harvick, and Kyle Busch. Right. That's your top ten. Um, let's see. I guess we can jump into which, what do you want? NBA, MLB, NHL, which one? Uh, let's start with baseball. Let's do the scores and then I'll do, cause people want us to do it. We'll do the standings. Uh, yep. <laughs> Friday we had uh, Rays beat the Yankees 10 to five Dodgers beat the nationals one, nothing giants beat the Rockies three to one angels beat the blue Jays seven to one Indians beat the Tigers four to one Braves beat the Phillies eight to one. And by the way, uh, Atlanta is not hosting the MLB All-Star game this year. They're moving it due to that new uh, political thing, the new wall they passed. So, way to go, Georgia. Uh, <laughs> but 
Padres beat the Rangers three to nothing. Athletics beat the Astros six to two. And the Reds again put up six runs as they beat the Diamondbacks six to five. Reds are on a fucking tear. Well, you say that, but oh. let's get to Saturday and Sunday and you'll see. <laughs> uh, Marlins beat the Mets on oh, round to Saturday. Uh, Marlins meet the meet, beat the Mets three to nothing. Tampa Bay beat the Yankees again four nothing. Mariners beat the Twins four to three. Brewers beat the Cardinals nine to five. Working nine to five. Uh, Giants beat the Rockies <laughs> four to three. Oh. Athletics beat the Astros seven to three. Indians beat the Tigers eleven to three. Pirates beat the Cubs eight to two. Red Sox beat the Orioles six to four. Padres beat the Rangers seven to four. Blue Jays beat the Angels 15 to 1. Good. Uh, Braves beat the Phillies 5 to 4. Diamondbacks beat the Reds. There it is. 8 to 3. Yeah. And Dodgers beat the uh, Nationals 9 to 5. Working 9 to 5. <laughs> and on Sunday, we had the Red Sox beat the Orioles 14 to 9. Pirates beat the Cubs seven to one. Indians beat the Tigers five to two. Uh, in, in ten innings, the Yankees beat the Rays eight to four. Uh, the Mets and Marlins were rained out. They will finish that game on the thirty first. Uh, Royals beat the White Sox four to three. Mar- Mariners beat the Twins eight to six. Brewers beat the Cardinals nine to three. Padres beat the Rangers two nothing. Giants beat the Rockies four to nothing. Diamondbacks beat the Reds seven nothing. The Reds only had two hits, so that's a big chain of a turn of events. Dodgers beat the Nationals three to nothing, and Phillies beat the Braves seven to six. Now to the standings in Major League Baseball. Uh, in the American League East, we have the Boston Red Sox in first place, followed by Toronto. Tampa Bay, New York, and Baltimore. Those All those teams have the exact same record. In the AL Central, Cleveland is in first place at 5-3, and three, followed by Kansas City, Minnesota, Chicago, and Detroit. And in the AL West, Houston leads and Los Angeles. The Angels, they both are 6-3. and three. Seattle is behind them, then Texas, and then Oakland. And in the National League, we've got in the East, Philadelphia in first place. Two games up of Atlanta, then New York, Miami, and Washington, who has only one win on the year. In the Central, the Reds still in first place at six and three, followed by Milwaukee and St. Louis at five and four, Chicago four and five, and Pittsburgh three and six. And out West, the Dodgers lead the way, followed by San Diego, San Francisco, Arizona, and Colorado. That is your MLB standings. And now uh, we move over to the NBA. On Friday, we had the Pacers beat the Magic 111 to 106. Celtics beat the Timberwolves 145 to 136 in overtime. Uh. The Knicks beat the Grizzlies 133 to 129 in overtime. The Hawks beat the Bulls 120 to 108. Pelicans beat the 76ers 101-94. Hornets beat the Bucks 127 to 119. 
Spur, Nuggets beat the Spurs 121-119. Wizards beat the Warriors 110-107. to And Clippers beat the Rockets 126-109. to And on Saturday, uh, the Raptors beat the Cavaliers 135-115. to Lakers beat the Nets 126-101. 76ers beat the Thunder 117-93. Jazz beat the Kings 128-112. Warriors beat the Rockets 125-109. Suns beat the Warriors or Wizards 134-106. And the Trailblazers beat the Pistons 118-103. And on Sunday, the Hawks beat the Hornets 105-101. Celtics beat the Nuggets 105-87. The Nuggets, the Nuggets scored eight points in the fourth quarter of that game. My God. Eight. It's ridiculous. Uh, Pelicans beat the Cavaliers 116 to 109. Bucks beat the Magic 124 to 87. Knicks beat the Raptors 102-96. Spurs beat the Mavericks 119-117. Pacers beat the Grizzlies 132 to 125. Timberwolves beat the Bulls 121 to 117. Clippers beat the Pistons 131-124, and Heat beat the Trailblazers 107-98. As we move over to the standings in the East, we've got Philadelphia, Brooklyn, Milwaukee, Atlanta, Miami, Charlotte, Boston, New York. Currently in the playoffs with Indiana, Chicago, Toronto, Washington, Cleveland, Orlando, and Detroit on the outside looking in. And out West, Utah still in first place, followed by Phoenix, and then the Clippers, the Nuggets, then the da- Lakers, Portland, Dallas, and Memphis are all in the playoffs with San Antonio, Golden State, New Orleans, Sacramento, Oklahoma, Houston, and Minnesota out of the playoffs. <clears throat> and then finally to the NHL. Uh, it is almost the trade deadline in the NHL, so... Uh, uh, Friday, we had Pittsburgh beat the Jersey, New Jersey 6-4. to four. New York Rangers beat the New York Islanders 4-1. to one. Washington beat Buffalo, no shocker, 4-3. to three. Uh, Minnesota beats, loses to St. Louis 9-1. to one. Vegas beat Arizona 7-4. to four. Colorado beat Anaheim 2-0. And San Jose beat Los Angeles 5-2. On Saturday, Philadelphia beat Boston 3-2. Dallas beat Florida 4 to 1. Detroit beat Carolina 5 to 4 in a shootout. Chicago beat Columbus 4 to 3. Winnipeg beat Montreal uh 5 nothing. Toronto beat Ottawa 6 to 5. Tampa Bay beat Nashville 3 nothing. St. Louis beat Minnesota 3 to 2 in overtime. Calgary beat Edmonton 5 nothing and the way the Kings beat San Jose 4 to 2. And on Sunday, Buffalo beats Philadelphia 5-3. Vegas beats Arizona 1-0. Colorado beats Anaheim 4-1. Pittsburgh beats New Jersey 5-2. Islanders beat the Rangers 3-2. In overtime, uh, Washington beat Boston 8-1. And Nashville beat Dallas in a shootout 3-2. Your standings in the NHL in the Central... Carolina has taken first place. Tampa Bay also right there tied with them. Florida, Nashville, Chicago, Dallas, Columbus, Detroit. 
out east. Washington and New York Islanders are tied in first with Pittsburgh right behind them. And then Boston, New York, Philadelphia, New Jersey, and Buffalo. In the Canadian division, Toronto in first, followed by Winnipeg, Edmonton, Montreal, Calgary, Vancouver, and Ottawa. And out west, Colorado is in first, followed by Vegas, Minnesota, St. Louis, Arizona, San Jose, Los Angeles, and Anaheim. I like to see the three California teams on the bottom. That's great. Um... I think uh, we do have NBA news uh, just real quick. Uh, Alex Rodriguez in a group of uh, millionaires or billionaires are buying the Minnesota Timberwolves. Um, So, yeah, we're going to have a new owner in the MLB or the NBA. Uh, a. Raul Rodriguez and Mark War will be buying the Minnesota Timberwolves and the WNBA's Minnesota Lynx. So, expected to be worth $1.5 billion. Uh, and they will take over in 2023. I don't know what Alex Rodriguez knows about uh, the NBA and owning a team, but uh, there you go. <clears throat> And, uh, yeah, uh, Patriots wide receiver Julian Edelman has announced his retirement from the NFL. Um, and uh, that's about it. Um, I don't really have anything else. Um I think that's about all the news. We went through all the scores. Uh, there was nothing else. That, nothing else that really happened. Not, uh, they, there was a UFC pay per view. I was here the whole time, by the way. You just couldn't hear me because apparently my microphone was not working. Ah, okay. I was trying, but nothing was happening. <laughs> I was wondering what that the whole, hell happened, but the whole fucking time I was like, God damn it! Yeah, there was. Yeah, yes, there was a fight night. Uh, in a Bellator show, there was a Bellator. Yeah, they yeah. Had Bellator. Uh, uh, Bader yeah. and Mashida wrestled them um, fought on Bellator. Yeah, they had a they they fought uh, in the UFC back in the day. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Ryan Bader got his win back uh, against Mashida. This was in a apparently they're having a light heavyweight tournament, even though Ryan Bader was the light heavyweight champion, and then apparently he lost it before yeah. the pandemic. And now they're having instead of just having the light heavyweight. New light heavyweight champion defending against people. They're having a tournament. But is it Ryan Bader the current heavyweight champion? Yes, he is. Yeah. He has never defended it, but he is the champion. Uh, this fight went five rounds. Uh, and no, no, it was a unanimous decision. Ryan Bader beats Leoto Mashita. Yeah, it was a good fight. I watched the highlights. Um, the uh, But what's weird is they said they're not going to strip Ryan Bader of the heavyweight title, they just might have an interim belt. And I'm like, well, why wouldn't you just strip him of the title if he's not? I don't understand that. I don't know. Um, the UFC fight night was not that great. Um, a lot of the fights were, were went to decision. Uh, there was no major, major uh, people on this card. Yeah. Um, but it was there. Uh, trying to think. 
you couldn't hear any of my commentary earlier. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the Pacers are trying to make a little run. It sounded like they got a couple wins. They're they're there. Um, they're in ninth place currently, so they're the yep. last team out right now. So, right. Uh, but yeah, I was trying to talk the whole time. Uh, let's see. Uh, what else is there in sports? Yeah. Um, I don't know about that Alex Rodriguez thing. He already owns like, doesn't he own another team? He owns like, doesn't he? I don't know. I thought he owned like a baseball. Did he, or was that Jeter? Oh, that Derek Jeter. That's Derek Jeter is one that owns yeah. Yeah, that's Jeter. I don't think Rodriguez owns, but yeah, that's weird that he's, but I don't know. I did see, I need to make sure this is real. I saw a weird um, thing that pop up. Yeah, this is real. Holy shit. Okay. So, and what the fuck news? Uh, Kevin James, known as Paul Bart Markop and uh, King of Queens, will be portraying Saints head coach Sean Payton in an upcoming Netflix movie. How? How? I fucking have no idea. No, no offense, but did Sean Payton go on a, 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 a binge of some kind to gain some weight? I mean, I'm just saying, how, how the hell do you have Kevin James play Sean Payton? Um, it said this is based, the movie is based on how Sean Payton was an assistant coach on his son Connor's sixth grade football team in the Dallas area while he was suspended by the NFL in 2012. Apparently while he was suspended, he, uh, gained a bunch of shit ton of weight. Yeah. Um, they said it's going to be a humorous spin and it's an Adam Sandler movie, so it's probably going to be garbage, but. Oh boy. Um, yeah, I saw that pop up and I just had, I was like, there's no way that's real, but apparently, yeah, it's real. I don't what? know how that's going to work. I don't either. That's fucked up. Uh, All right. Well, that's a good one to end on right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so we had uh, Edelman retiring. Um, yeah. Now well, he was injured. He was injured all the time. I think that's, that was a good – I think they, yeah. they they got him to retire uh, for, his, for, for his For his safety. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, that's going to do it. This was a very sports and wrestling heavy episode, but uh, it was WrestleMania, so we kind of had to do it. Yeah. Um, and there wasn't, yeah, I didn't see really any video game major news. Nothing major. Um, so we'll we'll cover all that. To, we'll get into some video game stuff tomorrow um, as WrestleMania will be over and we'll be uh, somewhat back to normal. Somewhat. Somewhat. Um, so, yeah, thank you for joining us. However you listen to this, we appreciate you. Follow me on all the social media at Sabrai ENT. That is TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all S A B R Y E N T. I need like a jingle. S A B R Y E N T. Follow us on social media for behind the scenes and uh, updates and live tweets and all that fun stuff. Um, check out the YouTube channel. Videos posted semi regularly now. Unless I just forget and have an off day and forget. Uh, as always, thank you. Uh, we appreciate you. And for Nathan, I am Ryan reminding you to always score if you can.
save if you must, but always suplex when necessary. Later.